Everybody and welcome to this week's bonus podcast for Conversation Street and we've got a really cool episode for you today. I hope you're going to enjoy it because we've just recorded the bit that you're going to hear in a little bit and we had a brilliant time having a chat because we have got some very special guests on the podcast this week. Well, well hang on. Are, are we, we their, their guests? guests? Oh, I don't know. I don't or know. they are guests? <laughs> to celebrate the crossover that's been going on between all the soaps this week, um, which we've seen a little bit of and we'll talk more about on the podcast this weekend, um, we had Alex and Rob from Walford Weekly podcast on pretty little cross Corey EastEnders chat. I love this. We had so much fun talking to them about both soaps and the future and climate change. So I hope that you have as it's much got fun very listening. Deep. Yeah, as we, we, we did. Yeah, we, 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 we've, we've arranged this for, for weeks. We've been talking about maybe it coming up ever since the news of the soap crossovers going on. And um, yeah, oh, it, was, it was so much fun. And, and we've known of Wolfwood Weekly, obviously, yeah. ever, ever since the beginning. And, and Rob's been, uh, was a listener of Conversation Street at the beginning as well. So actually the chance to talk to them, so much fun. Um, whether you're a Corrie fan or an EastEnders fan or a bit of both, do enjoy this next bit of the podcast yes. because it's a great celebration of all things soap. So um, without further ado, that's plenty of waffling from me and, um, <laughs> and Gemma as well. So here... <laughs> Is our, is our chat with Walford Weekly. Hi, Michael. Hi, Gemma. How are you both? Hello. We're, we're Good, okay. How you. are you? We're well. I'm very, very well. Very this is well. very exciting. What an honour. What an honour to speak to soap, know, so cat, soap podcast royalty. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, thank you so much. How lovely to speak to you as well. This has been too long yeah, coming, awesome. hasn't it? It's been Absolutely. a long time. Proper... Yeah. yeah, because now, Rob, we've we've kind of known each yes. other on and off, like podcasty wise, for years, haven't we? Because you listen to Conversation yeah, you know, Street. We, we hang out in the beginning. We hang out at parties and all of that sort. You know, we hang out at podcast parties yeah. and you know get drunk behind behind outside <laughs> yeah, and all that sort of thing. Yeah, you know, all the share showbiz yeah. stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I've been listening. To, yeah, I've been, I, I listening remember to you Conversation wanted... Street fairly early on. Yeah, and then you went off for a bit, didn't you? And then we found you again online one evening, and. Um, yeah, yeah it's so funny that now now we've we've inspired you, haven't we, to oh, to start know, to, exactly. to join Wolford Weekly? You taught me everything I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I do apologise. <laughs> yeah, apologise to Alex, not to me. <laughs> how rude! How dare you? Um, so, guys, so, well, I mean. Coronation Street and EastEnders. Now, normally the twain rarely meet, let's be honest, but this week is a special week because uh, all the soaps are doing uh, sort of crossovers in order to speak about climate change. Now, uh, tonight on EastEnders, uh, we watched uh, Maria uh, from Coronation Street having a Barney with Tracy Barlow uh, talking about uh-huh. um, climate change. Uh, how did you feel about the, the scene in Coronation Street this week? We'll talk about Corey first, but how did you feel um, yeah. about... Uh, how how it was all inserted into into your soap this week. <laughs> I, I like the idea of the crossovers. It's been quite yeah. quite fun, and it's been lovely having all the communities get together. I can't say yeah. that the way that Coronation Street had their scene was the best, and, and even putting <laughs> Maria as the the mouthpiece for it. I did I wonder that. Mm. I, but uh, although, yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the story has been going on Curry for a little while. Mm, yeah, because we've mean, had I, um, I, we, we've had this story where the. 
We've we've had the story with the characters, um, with Maria and Sally, um, complaining about the amount of parking, uh, about cars parked on Coronation Street, and and there's been a lot of fumes, and and Liam, her, Maria's nice. son, has suddenly developed asthma, and and oh, it's it's compelling stuff, and, and so it kind of felt natural to us that that part of the story was still going on today, but um, yeah, uh, when it was re- recorded, because it was in yesterday's episode, wasn't it, that Maria uh, recorded yes. that, or it was a, a journalist recorded that it felt a bit like oh okay this is the crossover bit rather than something natural for Coronation <laughs> yeah, Street yeah, yeah. and maybe maybe I would have preferred it if it had been a different character but um it, it was okay it's... and it was quite fun seeing a pop-up in EastEnders today as an outsider was, looking was... in because I'm not I've, I have to I put my hands on I've not watched Coronation Street for years and years and years and years is this Tracy and Maria Barney is this a, a long-term thing as well is this that they've got a history between each other so it made sense for them to have this argument live on this social media platform Tracy and Maria yeah um I I don't I think they just uh argue with everybody well, especially oh, Tracy she'll Tracy's have a always, with anyone, yeah Tracy mm. will argue with anybody about anything um Maria's just had a beer in her bonnet about about the parking <laughs> <laughs> for a, for a good few months now, and as we all know, that parking cars is one of the major drivers of um, climate change. So we really yes. need to cut down on the cars. We need to get them moving. Yeah, they should always be moving. Like more. they should be like sharks, never stop moving, just to constantly go around the road. Exactly. Yeah, it's been it's been really uh, we yeah, haven't it's been tried quite that yet, have we? So no, it, that's it one be thing, the secret. Think... Wasn't it a bypass as well that's being built though? Didn't they yeah, say that a bypass? That's, that's a new thing. Oh, that's yeah, a new that thing, was especially odd. for that... the week. Yeah, yeah. because apparently they're also bad <laughs> for the environment. Yeah, well. it, it, I did feel that watching it um, when they were talking about them um, building the bypass over the big the, the red wreck, which is their local park, it kind of yes. came out of nowhere. And yeah. not not many people apart from Maria really cared about it. I, I know this would be major. Would be honestly, this would be major news um, in the world of Weatherfield because that is where they go for everything. Um, not so much recently because of COVID, and we've had uh, Victoria Gardens as um, like a new kind of parky set that they can go and yes. sit in. Um, but that would have been the red wreck. Would have been you know. Well, it's a major kind of part of their everyday lives. And everyone's like, well, you know, you can get to Cheshire faster with this bypass. <laughs> yeah, Sally um, didn't seem too bothered by the end. No, Sa- Sally was is a very strange character to have on the side of, yes. I mean, they've, they've, they've kind of put together this story quite well because Sally's been trying to get rid of the cars on the street and now she's got the bypass which I assume they're all park there this gridlock motorway where everyone's parking Marie's running up and down chasing people with asthma <laughs> yeah exactly so so that kind yeah. of makes sense but really Sally's not the sort of character who would uh, sort of approve of getting rid of a park we'd sort no. of, sort of well, maybe have yeah. yeah, they had a storyline twenty odd years ago where they were going to dig up the the red wreck, and um, and that was quite a big one. Then, and they had a, a character called Spider Nugent, who was a bit of a swampy oh, eco activist kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 that felt like a really big story. And, and Alf Roberts was the the counselor at the time, who was the <laughs> one Emily trying to a tree. push through the. Yeah, exactly. And, and that felt bigger. And this this week for for Coronation Street, so far at least, felt a little bit like, oh, okay then. I don't. I, I. They must have picked like a, a thing for each soap because EastEnders had eat less meat. Yeah. And mm. I don't. The thing is, that's a really clear and obvious thing that you. Everyone can do it. You can. You can debate it. Everyone's got an opinion about it. Whereas a bypass and a park, 
Like if I, if you don't live there, mm. I mean, I don't care if they knock down the red wreck. I don't live anywhere near it. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah, unrelatable. Yeah. Because like, yeah. it isn't. Is it? It's not as relatable. To- no, but wasn't there like a big story with like the sinkholes like a week ago? Shouldn't that be like I would have thought that like that's that what would I be thought closer yeah. to it, wouldn't it? They, <laughs> that's it old mentioned. news. Natural disasters. Yeah. <laughs> so briefly, like oh, there was all, and all there was all that flooding, and then she didn't say, and that guy died that we all know or anything because you know a character no. died because I mean you can link it to climate change can't you <laughs> if you wanted to <laughs> literal yeah. people Johnny have died was killed by climate it. change yeah. <laughs> Johnny was killed by climate change nothing more nothing less <laughs> um, yeah talking about the sinkhole I watched it I watched all that because we've known we were going to do this for a little while listeners if we're honest a bit behind the scenes guys this has mm-hmm. been in the this has been in the works for a little while and I watched um sinkhole yes. week um in preparation sinkhole it week. was <laughs> it was well it was interesting i believe we're calling it, was, it horonation street uh, that's, horonation that's my belief street. Yeah. My apologies. Yeah. yeah that's quite right um i mean i'd love to hear what you guys as the cory podcast thought of sinkhole week um it, it remind it it was it was it was a lot wasn't it it was a, quite a lot of um sort of people falling oh, yes. down holes and, yeah that. yeah <laughs> did you did you really enjoy it we really, really enjoyed it, and it has been so divisive. Like, I look- thought, honestly, though, I, I yeah. thought it was a bit too restrained for my taste. <laughs> yeah, you wanted like, the whole street demolished. I don't know why they didn't have that. Yeah, it was true. absolutely it was nice. horror. It was, um, we, yeah, we we really enjoyed it. We I, I love all the big stunts and the and the epicness, yeah. and, and it's been so long since Coronation Street has been able to do stuff like that because of COVID. That for us it was just like oh brilliant I'll, I'll tell you it, okay we will suspend our disbelief for the moment it was very silly but um, I was really excited by it and 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 and, I, and I've been really trying hard to avoid spoilers for it as well so some of the bits that happened I didn't realise were going to happen like the big car crash as well oh, and I yeah. knew that it would yeah. be related to the sinkhole but I didn't know who'd be going down there we predicted that Johnny would um, end up making yes, his maker Johnny's down there Johnny's been walking but... around oh. saying that he's looking forward to his future and yeah, uh, he can't wait to see his yeah, basically. And I, I think I also liked it because a lot of the characters, some of my favourite characters were involved in it. Mm. So Jenny and Johnny and Abby and, and, and Corey and, and Nina. Oh, yes. So they're some of my favourites at the moment. So it was, it was a great weekend. Yeah, great characters. For, for, what did you think, Rob? Yeah, come on, tell us. I, mean, I really want to know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, honestly, I, I did enjoy it. I thought all of the actors were great in it. And the fact that it went on during, mm. you know, you couldn't, I don't think you could look at that week, isolated and say that was filmed during a pandemic where you've all got to stay two metres apart. You know, obviously people were bubbled and mm. I think yeah. they, it all went really well. Um, and I, I agree that, uh, you know, the characters that were involved were, were really good. Um, it was a little bit sort of like you said, I think suspend disbelief is an excellent phrase to use during it. Uh, a lot of it was sort of like, oh, OK. Then. You know, my favourite, I think, moment was when Harvey and Leanne were having their ultimate climax and Harvey raised the spanner up. And then the sinkhole disappeared, and he yes. wasn't that far away from Leanne. The sinkhole disappeared beneath Harvey, and Leanne was just looking down, going, "Oh, bye then, see you later." And then found the yeah. gun that had been disposed of by another sinkhole via another pipe further down the street. I mean, it was all. It, I mean, it was just kind of silly, watch silly soap stuff, wasn't it? It was kind of fun. Sort it was. Of, it know, really was. Impressive I think, stuff. I think we laughed. Yeah. When when we saw him fall down the hole, you just had to laugh. Really, I don't know. Yeah, I really, I have to believe it was a bit tongue in cheek. I hope it was. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> it has to be. Surely, I mean, there was some <laughs> there were some poignant scenes on the Friday with with um, Jenny mm. and, and Johnny. Mm. Um, that was yeah. really tragic. But you know, some of the other stuff was just 
crazy. Nonsense, mostly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun shot as well. Was a bit... uh, oh, sad. One, yeah. one, oh, of yes. the, one of the big criticisms for EastEnders, especially at the moment, is that there's a, ver- a huge lack of aftermath for any storyline that happens. Mm. For argument's yeah. sake, Janine's fire in the Mitchell House story. It happened one day, the next day it was completely forgotten. And the thing I had to say, I admired, was that the following week, because I watched episodes after... Uh, was a horror nation street sinkhole madness um <laughs> yeah. that they they had an, an amazing amount of aftermath with it um and i really admired yeah. that as well it was really nice seeing the stories that they, they kind of continued and you know they had dev and he was um giving management role to his son because he left him in the car yes. and mm. uh, uh <laughs> yeah of course uh, yeah of it's course. just polite really isn't and, it and sam's mum who who uh i thought that was gut-wrenching watching the scenes with Sam. Yes. He's a good little actor. Oh, he's an amazing little actor. He is actor. a good little actor, yeah. isn't he? Oh, yeah. fantastic yeah, he's actor. great. Social media's gone mad for yeah, him. Been, he's been in the episode. They have. He's, he's on been the on the episode. He had his little yeah. monologue. He, Yes. Yeah, he's, he's been on the show for about a year or so now, hasn't he? And, and straight yeah. away, he was he one of the ones we pegged him as like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's gonna, he's gonna be good. No, he's been yeah. very impressive. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the, yeah, so, I think Corey does it quite well. Um, aftermath weeks. They kind of they kind of take the time to to sort of wallow in the grief, but um, <laughs> yeah. it with that. slow everything else down. Yeah. It does. It can slow oh, things down a bit. Gemma, so, wallowing in well. grief is, is what EastEnders has made its living on. So don't don't diss it, love. Honestly, like EastEnders has made a living on wallowing in grief. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but then some. But then eventually it will like stop, and they won't mention it again because of the filming yeah. blocks mm. and everything. Yeah. You'll you'll have your weeks where it's like, oh, what's going on with this story? Because we've had another f- a few big other storylines going on this year, like a bigger a bigger fair and everything. And it's like, oh, that's just on hold now for yeah, the moment. And it's going to come again at some point. <laughs> is, that, is that similar with EastEnders? Do you have stories that start and stop and, and then come back again a month oh, later and stuff? Yeah. Don't even get us started. No. Block storytelling. I'm sure you have that in oh. Corrie. Well, you certainly... It's, it's a thing mm. across all the soaps, I think. It's the way they deal with, like, the number of episodes that they've got, isn't it? Um, so what I wanted to ask... Um, Obviously, um, Alex has said, has said that he hasn't watched Corey properly um, since the nineties. Um, what is? And I, I obviously have, I've been a, f- a fan of Corey for years and years. I haven't watched it for a little while um, um, recently, but I did obviously tune in for recent episodes. Um, what is your experience of EastEnders, guys? What is what is your watching habits? Did you know a single person that was in any of the episodes that you watched? <laughs> no, well, a few, uh, a few. I, re- I recognise yeah, Sharon. Sharon. Yes. Um, <laughs> Sharon Mitchell, and obviously when when Mick came in, who was Danny what? Dyer this evening. <laughs> May I, oh, I correct you? He only had one line for Sharon. Sharon oh, Watts. Oh. She she dropped the oh, Mitchell. Yeah, she, she dropped the oh, Mitchell. Oh sorry, Sharon. that was about two marriages ago. <laughs> I but I, I yeah, recognised her face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, no, it was just there was that there was a big story when she was trying to uh, kill her her what her third or Ian Bill because she married Ian Bill uh, and um, because she found out that well she she blamed Ian for the death of her son and so last Christmas the big story was that she was trying to kill him with a Christmas pudding Um, so (laughs) so. oh lovely oh that sounds great yeah Yeah. so you know that's that's how Gemma try and get me yeah yeah Um, I I recognize Uh, Patrick as well because the the actor that plays him is quite famous isn't he Um, yes we're we're trying to desperately today um watching it i felt like i was trying to revise for an exam yeah i wasn't really um hadn't paid attention to anything that had happened so um we've watched three episodes um my family used to watch eastenders when i was young um so i remember watching it then and Mm. then we stopped watching it 
And then a few years, well, I can't remember how, you guys will probably know what I'm talking about, but I went around my uncle's house at Christmas and they were watching EastEnders and it was a woman crying on the floor eating dog food. And I remember thinking, okay, this is um, a bit different from Corrie. A little bit, yeah. Is that a a famous story? Um, yeah, that was I mean, that, yeah, that was my most recent yeah. experience of watching EastEnders, wow. apart from the episodes that we watched. Yeah, whereas I, I hadn't ever w- watched it at all. I mean, the odd bit here and there, but I, I just recognised some of the characters mm-hmm. from you know they're famous. Yeah, they're famous. Like, like the, uh, the the Patrick, I recognised that actor because I loved him when he was in the Thin Blue Line back in the late nineties. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. Did either of you watch yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. great. Oh, I loved Thin Blue Line. Then, um, loved it. Yeah. He was, he was fab in that. And then there was Denise in tonight's episode. I think she was in The Bill at yes. one point. I remember her from that. <laughs> wow. Um, well, The Bill used but, to be the um, the retirement home for a lot of soap actors, didn't it? it I, did, think, yeah. I mean, Denise did it the other yeah. way around, but like Todd Carty and Louisa Leighton Le- 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 was on, in, yes. on The Bill for a little bit as well, wasn't she? So like it, mm. it became the retirement mm. home for them. I mean, it was, yeah. well, was it... Is it that EastEnders just never appealed to you, like when you were younger, and just didn't capture your imagination, Michael? Or, or was it just that I you th- th- were more more Corey guy, or just? Well, I, I think lots of people watch what their families watch, and, mm. and my family always had mm. Coronation Street on, and, and never EastEnders. And I was, you know, twelve, thirteen at the time, and um, that that was on, and I, and I gradually just sat in the lounge with them and started following that, and and, and never. And I had calls to, to switch ever, the channel. Ever. No, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. it's a bit of a commitment being a soap watcher, isn't it? I, I don't know how anybody watches oh, yeah. more than one soap, to be honest. No. <laughs> it takes no. up so much time. That is true. But then that would be the number of episodes, isn't it? I mean, that's increased by a massive yes, margin over, over time recently. Um, and so I think yeah, you're on four four a week at the moment. We're four. Yeah, we're on four. You guys yeah. are six. I'm sure at one point I've had this argument with uh, Ben before. I'm sure Coronation Street did seven at one point. Didn't you used to have a Sunday episode? Mm, yeah. The no, there used episode. to be a Sunday one, but that was like the fourth episode a week, I think. Okay. Oh yeah. It, it's changed days over the years. Mm. Mm. I, I don't think. I mean, there may have been seven, the odd you know special week or whatever, but it, six has always been the the maximum the magic number. Yeah, and that was out. Uh, yeah, but it used to be it used to be five up until three, four yeah, years ago. Yeah, it used ago, to be maybe, like a double, doubles on Monday and Friday, and then one on a Wednesday. Yeah, and the Wednesday one always felt like a bit of a waste of time, really, because they never did much. Because they knew that they only had one, you know, half hour bit. Whereas having double episodes, they can kind of you know have a big cliffhanger mm. in the middle between each episode. Because um, you did, does EastEnders ever do two in one day, or is it just one a day? Very rarely. I think rarely. we've done that for a long time, haven't we? Christmas Day, they used to sometimes do two, didn't they? They used to split them in half a roll. Mm. So they used to do one yes. at about six o'clock, which was kind of like the tame episode of EastEnders for the, for the kiddies. <laughs> and then and about 8.30, yeah, like and then by 8.30, 9 o'clock, yeah, they're eating dog food off oh, the floor, God. sticking their heads in gravy, yeah. you know. That's that <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I, I have to say, I did, I did quite enjoy watching these episodes of EastEnders. That we yeah. there, there were some stories that I was like, I, I, I don't, don't know what's know. going on. And, and I can't in invest in this, like the thing with, with Vi losing her house or something. I was like, yes. I, 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 I and, don't know what's going on. Who's there. it? Grey. It's very sad. Yeah, Grey going to a funeral yeah. or something. And he's proposed. Oh, yeah. Will she say yes? Yes. Well, exactly. Now, this let us tell you about well, Chelsea. Now, let us tell you about Grey. Uh, Grey Atkins is well. You now you know Michael and Gemma, uh, the producers of Cor- of Cory over the years. The, the name Kate Oates will be very familiar to you, I have no doubt. <laughs> yes. um, well, basically, Grey is um, the EastEnders version of Pat Phelan. 
Uh, he started off. Oh, oh really? Man. Yes. Mm. Well, yes, but much less popular. <laughs> because. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he started off as a uh, very powerful domestic violence storyline with his wife, and it culminated in him actually killing his wife in a domestic violence plot. You know, to, you know that's. I know. Oh, like, she hard the one that fell into and... the knife in the dishwasher? That's yes, it. that's right. Yeah, she got dishwashed to death. That's the one. I've heard of um, that. And he looks so yes. sad. Well, well yeah, it looks to see. Oh, he's far from, far oh. from. He's now killed uh, three people. Is it now, Alex? I need to it watch it three, again. Yes, one he pushed yeah. in front of a tube train. Another he wrapped yeah. up like a subway sandwich after killing, yeah. strangling, strangling her. her. And then, yeah. and obviously his ex, and then dishwashed his wife. Dishwashed his wife. Yes. Yeah. Oh, now, no, now, now our, prob- our problem is. Well, yeah. I mean, our problem is. You know, it started off as such a powerful story. Um, with the domestic violence, really, and you know, killing the killing the the partner, something that was really prevalent, especially during lockdown. Mm. So, really topical story and really yeah. important story to tell. And then, sort of went down the sort of soapy serial killer route. So, it's kind of cheapened it and lost it and lost mm. its power that it once had. Um, but yeah. uh, what I wanted to ask you more than anything, really, was so at the moment, all the soaps are currently working together to send out this message to you know for climate change, and that's fantastic. What do you think about um, the future of the genre of soaps? You know, now we're we're here together as massive super fans of of, a, of our own shows. Um, what do you mm-hmm. think the future of the genre of soap is, and do you think it's possible for the soaps to work together to keep each other alive? I would hope so. That's a really good, yeah. That's a really good question. We we talk sometimes about you know where's it going to go, and it feels sometimes a bit of a scary future for soaps because mm. everybody wants to binge things and watch everything all at once, and you know TV is is you know the, the quality of television has gone up massively. Um, mm. Soaps used to kind of like I don't know hold the fort when uh, the TV got a bit kind of dire. But then, you know, you, you started getting massive investment in American TV, like Lost and Desperate Housewives, I think, were, you know, mm. like bringing mm. in that kind of era, the golden era of television. And um, just so much money is going into creating really high-quality dramas and comedies. It's difficult to see how soaps can compete, especially when it relies on you watching every single episode. Um, mm. So it can be quite scary. I think... As long as they want to keep doing them, they will. But it's a question of whether it starts to get too expensive. That's the trouble. Yeah, I think they'll fight tooth and nail to keep them on. I honestly think on that the, the the idea mm. of um, either either company either um, channel like dropping their soap, I think it would make it would kind of make them lose face. Does mm. that make sense? Because mm. they're flagship yeah. shows for both of them, and um, especially with ITV you know the, the history of coronation street going back 60 years um i think it would just be too big of a thing to lose and in in a sense I, I feel as though there's a lot of the identity of the channels tied up in these shows you know what what does bbc mean to lots of people well eastenders mm. the same with itv um some other t- quite famous shows i don't know that people would necessarily remember what channel they were on yeah. You know, does that make sense? Like, yeah, I feel like there's an identity tied up in them. Mm. Uh, but yeah, um, I mean, it sort we, of feels like ratings have been on the yeah. decline forever, haven't That's they? True. Yeah, I mean, they, they'll always be. They'll they'll find their level and level out at some point because there's always going to be people that will want to watch soaps and I know they've been trying to catch the youth and everything and that's a very difficult audience mm. to catch but. I would like to think that they'll be able to keep going in in some fashion forever. It's it's horrible to think not. 
I think mm. because they've, I think the sort of the height of binge TV is now, and the fact that soaps are still carrying on is a good sign that people have uh, are willing to keep those viewing habits for specific shows that they need to. Hmm. Um, and obviously, reality TV is a, is a similar format where you kind of have to watch yeah. every week, otherwise someone's going to tell you what happened. Um, yeah. And they, uh, I know that EastEnders and Corey both um, experimented with uploading all the episodes at, at the beginning of the week. Yeah, during the Olympics. Yes. Yeah, and we hated that. Yeah, <laughs> what we did, did you we think? Did. So did we. Yeah, what did you think like, about that? So, well, <laughs> Rob, Rob, you say you hated it. I, I in a strange well, way, I, I kind <laughs> <laughs> it helped us out to record the podcast, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, it was right. convenient that's not, for yeah, us. That was about it. For that. But I actually <laughs> didn't mind so much. The thing that, for me, I felt it lost was the community. As soon as they started mm. uploading yes, exactly. all the episodes in one go, there was, there was a real lack of community. Community. and like on our twitter you could see that the number of people who would interact with us was was declining and being you know being just forgotten yes. about um and really that's what soaps should be about it's 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 encouraging a community kind of a conversation between people um yeah that's, why that's they exactly do, how we feel mm, that's why they do all these mm. kind of stories but in a in a weird way, maybe with a restructure of how we look at soaps is is maybe putting them all on at once the the direction to do it. And how but and how far do you put on so many episodes? Do you put a months worth on at yeah. once? Do you put weeks on worth for once? You know, it's it's it depends on whether people can maybe re- rethink what soaps should be, and whether we should rethink that. Yeah, way. that makes sense. Yeah, mm, because yeah. soaps are. Meant I mean, to be the, the trouble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, the trouble is, yeah, you, you upload everything, especially if you do it on a Monday morning. I mean, nobody's, I mean, very few people are going to be binge watching it on a Monday morning and going onto Twitter to talk about it. Mm. Um, and the other thing about it is that the um, the online newspapers and Digital Spy and every, everyone, they go onto Twitter and they trawl through everybody's responses and they use it to make articles about the soaps. Yeah. So they'll be like, you know, Corey fans horrified at, at uh, Coronation Street gaff or something. And then they'll just put anonymous <laughs> yeah. tweets in. And without that, that what are they going to be writing about? And so the Coronation, Coronation Street and EastEnders and Emmerdale, they stop being reported on by the tabloids. And, and that's uh, kind of, I think, a way to remind people who don't watch the soaps that they're on. Mm. You know, mm. the, the fewer people talking about them, uh, the, the the fewer articles there are going to be online about people's reactions. Mm. And so it starts to drop in the consciousness and uh, people are, I don't think, going to come back. Um, but then, you know, yeah, I don't I'm... think any of us really understand the mindset of, of people that, well, can really get into the mindset of dropping in and out of a soap. Yeah, because we no. have to watch every episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're contractually obliged. Very... Yeah, I'm, I'm, exactly. I, I remember yeah. when I was at uh, college many, many years ago, and and we studied uh, Coronation Street actually as part of the course. And it was d- uh, the, dis- the, dis- the discussion was whether uh, how easy it is to to join a soap to to invest into a soap. Yeah, how many episodes would it take for you to kind of learn? enough about the characters to get oh, into them that's interesting. and yeah and it's uh, interesting that we're doing this this week because we've both kind of been watching i think we've i would say in general we've watched about three or four episodes and, and do you think that mm-hmm. if you if you were to watch eastenders now you could carry on watching eastenders no for after these three episodes comfortably you feel like you could comfortably watch them without having spoken to rob and i tonight 
Do you think you could have just delved back in? Because that's another thing that could bring in an audience is is the the simplicity of bringing an audience into the soap again. Have they made it too complicated with the number of characters, the number of stories, the number of things that seem to be going on around now? Like it was a much more simplistic era, really, in in the 90s, the 2000s. There was one or two stories, perhaps, that were the long standard ones, the ones that were talked about. Now there's four, five, six stories happening in, in one week. Yeah. Do, do you think that maybe simplifying a soap would be an easier direction to get people back on on board? I'm just I just really want to know how long it would have taken us to work out this way as a murderer <laughs> because we had no idea. No. Um, just on his next step, like such on. a nice man. <laughs> oh wait a minute! He seems to have done this before. Well, you were you were excited about him getting married. I was happy watching bits of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to oh, carry on watching bits of it because there were some so stories, funny. like the story with Eve that started last week. I, I thought that Eve was a Eve's brilliant character because she was yeah, new, wasn't she? Wasn't she? Eve. But, but she, she wasn't in it tonight. But what, what a cracking actress she was! I hope that she's going to be the come back for about... your sakes. And I'd like, I want to know what's going to happen there. The, the baby storyline, I'm, I'm kind of a bit yeah. interested in. There's other yeah. stories that I'm less interested right, in. But see. if I were to carry on watching, I'm sure I would start to pick up but... the other. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it though, guys. I can't, I haven't got time. <laughs> but, <laughs> Michael, we've got you written down for babysitting duties while we're away to do Wolford Weekly. Is that not, is that not the plan? Uh, oh, right. Come on to ours. <laughs> you, you, you might, you might experience a decline in listenership yeah, those weeks. Oh. No. Um, but is it, I think it's a good um, a good argument for introducing new characters because we the first episode we watched was Eve's first episode yeah. I think I don't know if she's yeah, been in it before but we were like oh okay um, and it it kind of helped us to ease in and we you can sort of see the beginning of her story mm. Um, mm. and and with the baby I think the baby's a new character as well yes <laughs> yes, yes she so is. we were yes. like okay yeah here we're following along with this story too so <laughs> no she's been um, in it for years she smokes she looked like an bag. old pro yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's she in, was great she was so cute that she kid. was adorable <laughs> yeah. it's interesting you saying about new so characters. I think new characters it's interesting you're saying yeah. that because Coronation Street has a real good tradition of keeping characters and actors on the show. Yes. Where yeah. EastEnders don't tend to have the same tradition. Like there's a lot of characters who I recognise immediately, like Stormwalt. Sally, like Kevin. Uh, you know, I said uh, as mm. a joke when we were talking to each other, oh, I hope Ken's still on the show. And he is. You know, it's like... It's like <laughs> yeah, he's still, oh, he's yeah. still going. Is he? Is he? Is he's real... the, Ken is the crows at the Tower of London. Yeah. <laughs> he's looking after the crown jewels, is he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's so interesting, but I always, I almost feel like, especially you know, with the additional, especially for the ITV shows, they're throwing so many extra episodes in, and it almost feels like, in some ways, in order to compete with one another, the soaps have sort of yeah. bent themselves out of their individual shapes in order to compete with one another. So, mm. it, you know, have they lost their identities? That may be why some viewers are falling away from them because there's that constant competitiveness with each other. Um, and it just, I, I'm reminded of when William Roach, when Corey won uh, Best Soap on one of the Soap Awards, and he made a, a speech basically saying to everybody that was there, to everyone at Emmerdale, EastEnders, Hollyoaks, Doctors, you know, we're all colleagues at the end of the day. We're all doing the same job. We're all trying to educate and entertain the nation. And he's totally right. So I really think that going forwards, in order to keep the genre alive, because the, the genre of soap is so important still, you know, if you do a yeah. domestic violence storyline or a rape storyline or a drug addiction, any of those sorts of big issues and they've got helplines attached to them, those numbers spike. You know, the stories help people. Yeah, Soaps don't just make they us do. roll our eyes or make us laugh. You know, they really help us sometimes. And it would be a real shame Definitely. and it would be wrong for us to lose that in sort of the consciousness of British television 
So I hope personally that this climate change thing can be just the start of the soap starting to acknowledge each other's importance a little bit more because there's no need for you to be constantly competing with one another and trying to get each other knocked off the schedules and going against each other. You know, it's, it's unnecessary. So fingers crossed, I say. Yeah, and, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's one of those things where they do measure their success based on each other's um, viewing figures. Decline, yeah. Which I, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard to get out of that. But well, I and the awards agree as well, you. isn't there? The NTAs, yeah, the, awards. the British Soap mm. Awards, TV Choice. But the, other, the other thing it also is that quite a lot of the the behind the scenes people and even some of the actors will you know go from soap to soap. So yeah, I don't we've know. got Gwen Taylor. They, they all party with each other backstage at the awards ceremony. As any, <laughs> oh now. god, they, yeah, they consider themselves all colleagues. It's a it's a friendly rivalry, yeah, but I don't think. All, <laughs> viewers see it as a friendly rivalry yeah. <laughs> i would really love it if we had more crossovers but I, it felt laborious it felt like yeah. they, it mm. felt really shoehorned in mm. i don't know whether um it it kind of stuck out in it and it kind of looked a bit odd to people who didn't know that this was going to happen um yeah i just think it could I, be done I, more organically but it yeah, might be just I think way we'll... more, much too much more work than we can imagine perhaps Maybe, yeah, and you also you've got to. I mean, I'd love to see. I remember Jimmy, the guy who played Jimmy Corkill in Brookside years and years ago. Um, obviously, you know, Brookside got cancelled years ago, but he said that mm. he'd love to just for his character to turn up on Corrie or East Dennis and sort of continue that character's life story. Yeah. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? Like characters that have left one soap, you know, someone, you know, Maria leaves Coronation Street and moves to, to East. I tell you what, Maria would have a time in East Enders, but let me tell you. Um, <laughs> But you know yeah, that, that sort of thing. Yeah, that would be I, that'd be interesting. It depends if the actor would want to do that, obviously, because that's sort of clinging on to a character that clearly I was done with one soap and moving on to another. But I, it, you know, it would be interesting to see if they could integrate a bit more. I mean, wasn't um yeah. I think Cindy? Cindy was in EastEnders, and then was a barman, bar lady oh, Stella. in Stella Street. Wasn't she? Yeah, oh, Stella. That's it. She's not very good. I don't know. Didn't she put uh, a Northern accent for it? I forget. Mm. Yeah, she, she kind of whispered everything. <laughs> she whispered like, everything. She hoped that people wouldn't notice. Like, oh, hello. She, she, oh, she wasn't a very particularly popular character, was she? She lasted she was no a few Batlinch. years less. Um... Yeah, no, we just call her beige Stella, don't we? Yeah. So beige <laughs> Stella. She wore beige. She was Alcohol beige. free Stella. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just not. Um, I, I wonder whether there's there must be some kind of. Is it like the BBC? Like, if uh, if they share anything, do they have to? Is it like a, the Queen will chop their head off or something? They, <laughs> they get the license yeah. payer. They get the, the license payer fees, and they've got obligations and things. I don't know whether they can share IP, but wouldn't it be great if they could? I just uh, can't yeah. see. Um, yeah, I can't I'd see it happening, that. but it would be if it was like the whole metaverse of soaps. Yeah, because also the other thing that we hear about from other people who watch more than one soap is that very often um, storylines get copied from one soap to another, and it feels yeah. redundant and and silly. But if it was part of one big soap metaverse, they wouldn't need to do that mm. because they could be like refer <laughs> refer to EastEnders this week if you want to find out more about how to push your girlfriend onto a <laughs> dishwasher. <laughs> 
One thing that was interesting about the shared universe, though, wasn't there one thing around, was it around the 50th anniversary of Coronation Street? Dot Cotton said yes. that you watch Coronation Street. Yeah. So back then it was Never a programme and now Weatherfield is a real place. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, that's really straight. That's something that was pulled up, um, uh, I think, someone on Twitter as well. Yeah, Dot had mentioned about watching Coronation Street or having to, having to get home to watch it. And then... Never misses it, dog, yeah. dog. Yeah. And then Tiff Tonight said like, oh, did you see this, this lass in, in Weatherfield? Weatherfield. Weatherfield. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Honestly, trust Tiff to go after Maria. Just don't think too hard about that. No. (laughs) Well, guys, honestly, I could talk to you. We could talk to you forever, um, and I really hope that we get to do this again sometime (laughs) because it's been a lot. It was really good fun. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I've really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, yeah. yeah I, I liked EastEnders. I really enjoyed... One thing that, just before we finish, I want to say is that one thing I noticed yeah. about EastEnders that stood out to me was how busy everything looked. Yes. And this is... Yeah. You know, we've come, just coming out of COVID filming in Corrie at the moment, and, and people, a couple of characters maybe stand kind of close to each other yeah. on Corrie now, but it really felt like mm. EastEnders was very busy and packed and full I of the market believe it. scenes. Today when they and were I, throwing, I really appreciated yeah. that. When they were throwing crisps at each other, I was like, I hope they've sprayed those down. <laughs> that could never happen <laughs> Sorry. I mean, thrown by members of their family off camera. <laughs> I mean, they've been praised. It has to be said that the one thing you can say about the, during the COVID, uh, EastEnders have filmed, uh, they call them plate shots, um, where they've been able to mm. get big crowd mm. scenes in living rooms or outside, and they've basically had to film them individually, which is one of the main reasons why the episodes are wow. terribly shorter, <laughs> as you as you noticed mm. tonight when right. you, you kind of said, oh yeah. my goodness, that, that ended quickly. Um, you know, it's 20 minutes It episodes. really makes a big difference. It, mm. it does make it, like the road Really in Corrie at the moment this has been so empty like three or four characters in the pub yeah. that, that, I, I, I have to ask you about that actually because it was something I was watching I was watching episodes from last week and it's, what was going on in the Rovers people seem to order their drink and then walk off somewhere they seem to walk around the back like every single one of them they've ordered a drink and then walked off oh yes like there was there's no a one way system oh okay I, so <laughs> I'm really confused there was, no, there's, there's, like a, there's a smoking area around the back okay so sometimes yeah, they go what, out there to have secret talks and be overheard and stuff. yeah so when when they they never really properly had covid but they people um would go and order takeaway hot pot from i've never seen anybody yeah. eat so much hot pot during the pandemic um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it still it feels very very sparse on Coronation Street mm. um, compared to EastEnders. So mm. I think it's interesting the different approaches that the, the soaps have taken to try to overcome the limitations. But you wouldn't honestly know that there there are any on EastEnders. No, um, you wouldn't. So, no, so obviously it, it... they've gone for. I don't want to say quality over quantity because no, well. uh, I don't want to say quality is <laughs> not as you good. Too far but there's definitely Obviously more not. episodes. <laughs> uh, yeah, more... I mean, there's, there's been pros and cons for all of yeah, There's no yeah. right way of doing yeah, it. No, I really, really noticed that in, in EastEnders. It was very, very slick yeah. and, and busy. Yeah. Mm. And, and I hope that Corrie yeah, gets back soon because the, the the landlady at Coronation Street at the moment is one of our favourite characters, Jenny, and it feels like she's been shortchanged a bit on her landlady ship. Because, but she, yeah, she's just she's not had a chance to shine because the pub's just been dead. Yeah, yeah but that's what I mean. It's yeah. like yeah. everyone just there was they were dancing at one point and there was just two people to like music and it was like my goodness, this. Oh, and no, yeah, mm. very odd. It, yeah. Uh, it to, to yeah to us it was odd as well. So mm. yeah. still not got used to it, but yeah. hopefully they're, they're on their way out because from, from the Horror Nation Street stuff a couple of weeks ago, since since around then more and more people have been bubbling up and I guess yeah. they've been doing. Uh, covid tests and things uh, yeah. and everything so uh, yeah hopefully we're, we're on our way out of it Ooh, and that and that has come back to why i really really did appreciate the horror nation street week as as silly as it was it was great having everyone getting it looked really busy and uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <sighs> 
Well, it's been it's been a really lovely chat, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Let's ho- let's yeah, do it again you. sometime. It's awesome. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. We're colleagues. Definitely. We're colleagues sure. too now. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're like like, exactly, yeah. like like the soaps podcasts. We're a community as well, and as, as a mm. podcast community, I think it's so. lovely to talk to one another and uh, you know talk about the, yeah. the things that we love. It's been really great fun talking to you yes. guys. Yeah, oh, thank you yeah. so much, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Oh, <laughs> oh I, I love that. Talking, I wanted to Olivia. carry on talking. Yeah, and, 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 and really there was fun. one point where, where where one of them started to started to um, tie off the ends, and I started talking about COVID for a little bit longer because I wanted to carry on talking. So, um, but, but we, um, I, I really do appreciate getting a, a chance to chat with them, and it was a bit late for them and everything. But um, I really, really enjoyed that, and we will have to do something again. And um, thank you very much to Coronation Street, Annie Stenders, and all the soaps for doing that little crossover this week for. Um, encouraging this chat to take place it was fab and like we said we're all um we're all soap colleagues and colleagues in podcasting and everything and, yeah uh, we're not rivals nice, or anything. Isn't it? Yeah. i like it <laughs> i really really did enjoy that thank you very much rob and alex it was a pleasure chatting to you definitely do um, it again yeah, yeah we will do it again we will uh, i i i and there's uh, i think oh, do, am i gonna want to watch a bit of eastenders now no i can't i must <laughs> we don't have the time i'm watching coronation I can't street i'm believe. watching classic coronation street but i was I'm, tricked by gray all that time i know i i i, I leave this experience did he murder his dad I, I, I don't oh, know. I don't, I don't want to know because I'll start getting into it and I'll, I won't be able to tear myself away from it. This is why I don't watch Star Trek. But I, I leave <laughs> I leave Coronation... I, I leave this chat, sorry, thinking, oh, EastEnders isn't so bad, really. Because in my head, it's been like, oh, EastEnders is in the right off. <laughs> EastEnders is rubbish. But, but actually, no, I did quite well, enjoy watching it this week. Well, can I just ask you, we got to see Danny Dyer doing his magic. <laughs> oh, Danny Dyer, we I love it. We watched the episode today and literally <laughs> yeah. said one line the whole episode. Is Danny that how Dyer, he earns his cash is it he yeah. to rock up and it looks do like one. he's been away somewhere as mm. well mick character well missed i but, would um, imagine we, we we didn't know whether we were going to uh, at one point watch tonight's episode of eastenders before recording this or, or, or watch it after in. but i'm glad we were able to watch tonight's just episode to bask in the just, greatness yeah of danny i can Dyer. really see why he's so popular yeah oh everybody it's me danny Dyer. <laughs> danny Dyer. i'm gonna say one one line give me a million quid <laughs> oh thanks suckers <laughs> see a queenie off i go oh brilliant Right, we're done, everybody. Um, thank you for all for listening. Oh, and if you, oh, if you watch EastEnders as well as Coronation Street and you don't listen to Walford Weekly, we hope that you will from now on. Yes, do do go and find Walford Weekly on on Twitter. They're um they oh, what's their what's their Twitter I would imagine thing? they're easy to find at Walford Weekly. Maybe I don't oh know. My God, so. Michael. <laughs> but yeah, do do go and follow and go and give uh, give Rob and Alex a follow there and um and and. Just don't don't defect. Don't stop watching Coronation Street and start watching this. Yeah, they're at Walford Weekly on Twitter. They're on YouTube. And Instagram. They're on Instagram. They're on Facebook. They're on Patreon. Go and give them a follow and, and tell them you enjoyed the and chat. And YouTube. And they do videos on YouTube. They do do videos so on YouTube. Yeah, it's not just for audio, it turns out. But um, There you go. Lovely. Thank you very much for listening. I Thank hope that you. you enjoyed that and maybe it will make you want to watch EastEnders. Maybe, maybe. But don't stop curry. Because <laughs> it's still a bit of a rhyme. Right, right, I'm trying to wrap it up. Thanks <laughs> for listening. Around. Goodbye, goodbye. See Bye. you then. Bye-bye. The music for this episode came from podcastthemes.com. Bye.